Can we talk about how I'm trying to figure out this Rubik's Cube? Can we do that, please? It's not really. I'm, once you get the I'm, other, I'm learning it. Follow. I'm learning it. So Hayden, or BDR, is 22 years old. He knows how to do it. So he teaches me a step and then says, go practice. Okay. And so then I figure that step out. I get So I'm like four or five steps in, almost done. I can get the top and both line, both two so, layers. Yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. The third layer. I'm towards the end. Yeah. That's what he said. He said the third layer is kind of like the. That one you have to get a little more. Mm -hmm. It's a very specific algorithm you follow. It's, yeah. It just solves Which I had no idea. Welcome to Precon Geeks, the podcast where Precon folks geek out on all things pre-construction. Every week, we'll talk about trends impacting the construction industry and emerging tech. You can also tune in to hear exclusive interviews with industry experts. Excited to hear more? Hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts now and visit www.beck-technology.com. Welcome back to another episode of Precon Geeks brought to you by Beck Technology. I'm your host, Jared Draper, and I am joined by my co-host, John Reich. John, how are you doing? I am doing great, Jared. How are you? I am doing really well. Um, I have to pat myself on my own back. I have been learning now for about three or four weeks how to figure out a Rubik's Cube. And I am proud to say, I know you guys can't see this, I'm proud to say that I have learned how to solve this. I don't know if anyone's ever seen the movie Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. He figures it out in the cab. It's how he ends up getting like the job interview or whatever. I don't think it makes me smarter, but I feel like it makes me smarter that I know it's now about how the, to do it. It's all about the vibes, man. Yeah. It's all about the vibes. I just really want to get on your level of smartness is what I'm trying to do. So any piece I can do... Um, anything I can do to, to, to gain knowledge around pre-construction, around a little square that has colors on each side that drove me nuts for weeks, I'll do it. So uh, you have me beat there because I am not one that knows how to solve this. Are you saying that I can teach you something? Absolutely. Holy cow, the roles have been reversed. I, I love it. <laughs> um, well, okay. So obviously not what we're going to talk about today. We are not talking um, about... Rubik's cubes. Um, what I what I thought would be interesting, and I wanted to get your opinion about, is was doing some scrolling uh, and just some just looking into some stuff on Reddit, and I came across something um, that I thought was interesting. A question that was asked, and I thought, man, this would be a really good one to uh, to ask uh, to ask John about. And uh, so the question is this: as a general, as a commercial general contractor estimator how am i supposed to care about everything and i know it seems like a very broad question but i thought we could start there and kind of dive into the details sure so um just to give a little more background on this post um they, they it sounds like the person's really getting burnt out um, they're getting four week turnarounds on estimates with 150 plus pages of plans thousand plus pages of specs um you only have four weeks to get the answers. How can you know everything about everything? Um, so I think in my history, the way I like to look at this is, A, I'm a general contractor. I can't be an expert on everything. I'm not, mm -hmm. that's not what I'm paid to do. I'm, mm -hmm. as a general contractor, you're paid to make sure that the entire building gets built. So a lot of times you have to rely on your trade partners to, to have that expertise. Um, so you have to have some good relationships with your local trade partners that are going to help you out on these jobs. And so I had guys that I relied on for mechanical, electrical, uh, drywall, masonry, steel, you know, that I could call and say, hey, you know, 
can you help me on this job? Um, help me understand what this job is about. Um, if it's a true hard bid, like you've got to send it out to them anyway. So yeah. um, you can just help develop the scope sheets and the questions through your partners. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a budget, it's really just sit down with them and, and kind of walk through it and make sure that you have the, the talking points to understand. And then over time, you're going to just build that uh, wealth of knowledge that then you know what to look for that are going to be big drivers of cost. And to me, that's the important thing. It's not, I don't need to know the difference between diff two different screw types. Yeah. That really doesn't make a difference in the cost. Yeah. I need to know what is going to drive that cost. So if you're brick coursing, okay, most of the time your brick coursing isn't going to be something you talk about, except when it's a custom non-repeatable system. Mm -hmm. I need to know that, but yeah. I don't need to know the difference between standard coursing and herringbone coursing and those kind of things in most cases. Yeah. That's, that's just an example. Yeah. And I think, I think it's kind of, or maybe driven from two things. One, I think there's a human aspect where we feel like we always have to know everything. Right. And so there's some pressure we probably apply on ourselves or, or, or people within the estimating industry apply on themselves, apply to themselves that like, Hey, I need to know everything about everything. Right. And they somewhat forget that, Hey, we're just general contractors, right? Like we, we should know the general scope of that. I do think there is probably some truth to sometimes bosses uh, and managers can apply a little bit of pressure in that sense of, Hey, maybe, you know, uh, expecting more out of their estimators than, um, than, than what they actually know or what they, what they should know. So I think it's, I think it's kind of driven from both. And I think sometimes what can happen is a little bit of, um, the word that comes to my head is just being overwhelmed with how mm -hmm. much that there is, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's a, uh, buildings are complex. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of parts and pieces. Um, and unfortunately we're, we're programmed to remember the negative every time. So if you go into a GMP review or an owner review with a number and the owner asks you a question that, that you don't know the answer to, um, you could be in there for two hours. You could answer 50 questions, right? And you're going to remember the one that you didn't know the answer to, and you're going to dwell on that afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's a hard thing to, that's a hard thing to get around for sure. Yeah. But yeah, we have to just realize that these are such complex systems. We can't possibly know the answer to everything. Yeah. So we need to focus on the big items that are going to be big game changers for the project. Make sure we know those backwards and forwards. And then if you can work your way down to the more uh, detail, some people can embrace that and, and mm -hmm. know it all. Like I worked with a guy, knew like every single detail of the job. Mm. Granted, he needed the time to be able to do that. Right. But he just had the brain that could internalize all that. Just knew everything about everything. Yeah. So if you gave him enough time on the project, he would be able to tell you exactly how much, you know, every little piece on the job cost, who he got it from, when he bought it, how he bought it. That's just how he functioned, but you couldn't give him 10, 15 jobs at the same time. Yeah. And so you have to balance that. And, and as a manager of a pre-con group, you have to balance on who is the guy that to handle that type of work mm -hmm. versus who's the one that can handle, okay, I got 10 conceptual estimates. They're going to be going out the door next week. This is the guy I'm going to use for that. But all my detailed, I have an owner that's going to ask a million questions. I'm going to give that to this guy. And so that's something you have to manage as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, you know, about knowing your team, right? Obviously, knowing the people that you have on your team and what their strengths and weaknesses are. And I, even, I don't want to call them weaknesses, but strengths and opportunities are. Um, 
and then also too, I think it's about providing an opportunity for, you know, estimators to feel the freedom to communicate to their management to say like, Hey, I, I, I am feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling this way or whatever. So I think, I mean, we talk about communication and transparency. I, th I feel like on every episode, um, and it just keeps bringing itself back up because I think there's a lot of truth to if we communicate more, if we're more transparent, not only internally, but externally, like it's just better for everyone. Yeah. But I mean, I think the ultimate part of it is if, if you are truly caring about everything on the job, yeah. like that's, yes, you're supposed to, but you also can't let it get to you. I mean, that, that's, yeah. you have to let some things go. Yeah. You cannot possibly know everything about a million square foot hospital as a single individual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to find other people on your team, let them take that burden on. You need to divide the work up and find ways that you can focus on what matters mm -hmm. and let some of the other detail work go to someone else, or it just doesn't get done. And I know that's going to be uh, hurtful to a lot of my estimating <laughs> uh, brethren out there, but um, you, you just can't, you can't quantify everything on a job if you don't have the resources. Yeah. And if uh, it sounds like this guy's a little overworked, and if that's the case, you gotta, you gotta learn to back off and just, it's an estimate. So it doesn't have to be exact. Yeah. And sometimes you have to let it go and just say, Hey, I'm just going to throw an estimate. My best guess at this. Mm -hmm. And because I don't have the time to, to give anything more than that. I want to kind of throw a, a, a wrench in the conversation, I think, for a second, because I always, when I go back and listen to our episodes, I always wonder, like, hey, did we actually solve anything, right? I think podcasts and conversations are great, and we talk about things within, within the industry, and I don't always think we're going to have a solution um, or try and solve the topic that we're talking about. But in this case, when someone is burnt out or overworked or overwhelmed, um, what do you think, I mean what do you think are some, some things that they might be able to do? You know, I mean, I kind of look at you and like, man, you did this for so many years. I guarantee there were moments where you felt burnt out, right? I guarantee there were moments maybe where you felt overworked. Um, what are, what are some things maybe that you would recommend guys do and gals? You, you have to take your time off. I know it's a badge of honor for some people to, I never took a day of PTO. You have to find your time off. You have to get your time away from the office. You have to get your time away from work. So uh, I would definitely encourage that. Number one, take care of that and use your PTO. It's there for a reason. Uh, number two, you, you have to start letting, understanding that work is just that. And if you do the best you can, then that's all you can really do. And, and sometimes you're going to make some misses. Um, Sometimes you're going to, you know, have some mistakes. That's just going to, that's human nature. That's how it works. Um, and pre-con by its nature, you're always going to hear about the negatives. You very rarely are going to hear the positives. Mm. Keep a list of the things you've done well on and just kind of go back and look at it every once in a while. I've had days where I turned in a number and realized I screwed up and I walk out thinking I'm the worst estimator in the world. And you have to go back and say, okay, well, I've nailed these projects. I did yeah. this. I, I, like remind yourself that you're good at what you do. And yeah. Otherwise uh, you're just going to dwell on the negative and, and it's going to go into a bad spiral, really bad place real quick. Yeah. And, and reach out and talk to people, right? Like, yeah. talk, I mean, there's, there's obviously, there's a lot of people. I mean, even when I was looking at this Reddit, there were people in the comments that were talking about like, Hey, I'm so glad you said something because I feel this way as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, so let people know. Um, 
and, and to John's point, right, we can't capture it all. We can't do it all. Um, while we think all of our pre-construction people are superhuman, we're not actually superhuman, right? We are. We, we do have um, a, a breaking point. And so, yeah, I um, I really enjoy this conversation. I think I think it's something that we don't talk about enough. I think um, probably more people have that that feeling and that sense of like, hey, how do I handle all of this? So I think it's good just to bring light to it and, and say like, hey, it's okay that you don't. It's okay that you don't, and it's okay um, to, uh, to to ask for help and to reach out and, and say, hey, like I need help on this estimate or I need help on, you know what I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, just there are, you have resources available to you. Every, I know everyone out there has someone they can go to yeah. that that knows about the topic they they're, they need. And the, the key is just finding those people, building those relationships up, yeah. So I had, you know, my MEP experts, hey, I have a question mm-hmm. on it. I can go mm-hmm. talk to them and rely on the expertise that you have around you, especially if you're younger, like lean on the older yeah. people that know what they're doing. Guy's been doing it forever. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. just go ask a bunch of questions, be curious, um, and don't be afraid to say, I don't know what I'm doing. I yeah. That's the biggest thing that people are scared of. And, and, and guys who've been doing it forever, don't be, be generous, you know, like let Teach the younger guys. <laughs> it's yeah. hard sometimes, you know what yeah. I mean? It's hard. You're like, hey, I want to get my work done, and like, but these, you know, some of these younger guys are maybe looking up to you, and and and, and you 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 have a lot of you have a wealth of knowledge that you can teach them. Yeah, you know? sharing sharing that information is the hardest thing to do in precon, just because we do get so busy. But yeah, the best groups and the most successful uh, people in estimating and precon are the ones that are looking to pass that knowledge on to the next generation for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, kind of a, kind of a, I don't know, I feel like it was a random topic that we talked about today, but uh, I, I actually really enjoyed it at the end of it. Um, John, any, any lasting thoughts before we, before we let everyone go? No, I just, you know, keep going, keep up the work and uh, don't let the dark days uh, drag you down too much. <laughs> my only advice. Well, if you do want to know more or if you have questions, uh, you can always go to our website at www.beck-technology.com. Uh, Really appreciate you guys listening and have a great day. Have a good one.